what we're focusing on now is doing these documentaries because if we don't get them now, they're gone. This history must be recorded. And so I have two and a possible third videographers who are helping us. There is a cost to it. So I would ask that you pray that our funding comes in for these. But just going down to a rod tomorrow, doing a Sukkot party with them. It's been four years since I was there. I had planned to go down and I broke my ankle and I couldn't go and then COVID hit and they were afraid and they didn't want me to come down. And then I planned it again and I got COVID. So it's been very hard, but John and Angela are down there with them and they are going, they're getting everything ready for the party and helping everyone. I made gifts for all the people, got everything together even for their spouses, which is very important. We do not forget the spouse. I was going to have my good friend Louise, who you saw there kissing gold. She was going to be on today too, but her mother died this morning. And Louise has a real understanding of dealing with the elderly and dealing with the death. And she has a heart and courage like no one I know. Currently, she has taken a friend in for hospice from cancer in her home. She is doing hospice for a friend, not family, a friend. And she said, I can't let her die alone. And while she's doing this, her mother in South Africa has gone home to the Lord. And her twin sister has been taking care of her. And I was going to have her talk to you because she understands it so much. There are things that we can all do for other people. We have those around us that we hear are dying. If a friend has lost a relative, if you're able, if you're available, can you go and stand beside them at the funeral? If someone that is in your church has died, can you please reach out to the person who has lost them? and encourage them. The biggest thing they say about people after someone dies is they don't hear from anybody. Nobody comes, nobody calls. Why? Because everybody doesn't know what to say. And in Luke 6, 38, this is what the Lord says. Given it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. What you do now for those who are sick, who are ill, who are in hospice, those who are dying, those who are losing someone, what you do and how well you do it determines how well it be for you. You are sowing seed. It's so important that we do this. In, in Proverbs 19, 17. He who is kind to the poor lends to the Lord. and He will reward him for what he has done. If we want reward. If we want to be given to when we need it the most, we need to do this for others. The time is running out for the survivors. 
there is a time and season as Karen was, was singing about. We do what we can for those who die. We go to the funerals if we, it's hard because it's usually within 24 hours. We have to know that the survivor has died. When they sit Shiva, Karen, can you give a brief explanation of sitting Shiva? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, Shiva basically is the word for seven. So it refers to seven days. And traditionally, Judaism is a very practical, even the rabbinic re religion, there's many, it's very practical. And it recognizes that those, that first seven days after somebody's passed away are the most raw. People are in shock or people are it's just such a raw pain. So the family will open their home, usually from, you can designate hours, but some Israeli families really do it from nine in the morning to nine at night, which means that people can just be dropping in and bringing food and just sitting. It's called sitting Shiva. And yeah, when I did it with my husband, I didn't really want people coming 12 hours a day. So <laughs> I set the time for the hours that, that suited me, but it was the most comforting, wonderful. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful tradition in Judaism, really. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. It is beautiful. It's such a good word for it. It is beautiful. And we should be remembered for the beauty that we gave to those who have lost someone. When a survivor dies, the family is left. And many of them, we're getting to know many of them now, which we didn't before. They're becoming interested in, why are you here? What are you doing here? Or when we come to the door, like the very first picture, the woman kissing me, holding the flowers. It was my first time there. And the family just surrounded us. And they were just, thank you. Thank you. We can't believe you. You brought flowers. Oh, my gosh. You remembered her. This was such a shock to them that anybody that they did not know would do this. We want that response from others. We want to give to them. And of course, the one thing that we want to give the most is the hope. In Matthew twenty-two thirty-two, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. This is what we want to bring them. We want to bring them life. We want them to understand. And we have been praying about this for so many years. And the Lord had told us, you just keep praying. You just keep plowing the ground. I will take care of the rest. And I believe last time I mentioned Rita, who we never expected ever to go anywhere near a congregation. And when we visited a survivor who was ill, she starts talking about how Rita took her to a congregation. And I was like, what? <laughs> we couldn't believe it. And then they started naming other survivors here in Akko who also are going to the congregation. And the congregation that they're going to, the Russian congregation, I know the pastor, he is giving the word. And he, I know, is surrounding them afterward with people who will bless them and talk to them and tell them who Yeshua is. This is what it's all about. Because when you bring life to the family who has just lost someone, or is in the process of losing someone, you can bring life to that one before they die, just as Ruth did. 
you can bring life to the family who is losing someone so that they are not alone. They are not feeling bereft. You can surround them with your kindness, with your presence, with the beauty of the Lord. And this is our goal. This is what we do. I have lost more survivors. And it's, when I go to a house that we just saw them a few weeks ago and we find out they have passed away or they're not answering their phone and we have to begin calling other people and calling relatives and knocking on the neighbor's doors, where is so-and-so? They died. And this is constant. This is what we do. This is who we are. This is what God has called us to. I certainly never, ever thought I would do anything like this. God calls us to what he can give us to do. I was in administration, business. I was a businesswoman. I was not a caretaker. I was not somebody to deal with old people. I did not have the compassion to give until, but God, when I came here, God said, lay your manager clothes aside. I have to clothe you in compassion. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's done. Wow. And this is what I'm encouraging you to do. Take up the mantle of compassion. Reach out to those who are in, at a loss, who are grieving, and be for them a true friend and bring them the life of Yeshua. I would appreciate it if we could pray, not just that we are able to continue, but that you, please pray that you are able to take up this mantle. Thank you for listening. In the name of Yeshua, thank you. Hallelujah. I think we want to just open up for prayer now. Yeah. Susan Rowe, do you want to lead out with something? Yeah, this is your ministry, Susan, is such a treasure. I just, I just, we are, we have been blessed to listen to a real treasure from heaven and how you take care of these people, their needs, and you're now documenting their story. We have best just been through a whole season where we've learned how important the story is for everyone. And I just want to, re before we jump into the prayer for this, I, Esther, you need Esther, to, Esther, I just returned from Korea and I had an experience there that I just blew my mind. And it's probably the highlight of the journey there where it was, I hadn't just been there a day, but our host took us to a missionary graveyard and I walked onto that place and there was just a supernatural sense of honor. I could not get off of it. And I just, God, what is going on here? And I've never experienced it anywhere, but in this little humble graveyard with missionaries, the, I think it's Robert Hardy is buried there. The igniter of the Pyongyang revival that made Pyongyang, the Jerusalem of the East, back in the early 1900s. But I realized, you know what it is? That at every gravesite, there was an engraved steel plate that gave the history of that person, their story. 
And that's what you're do, doing, Susan, for these Holocaust survivors. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives unto death. Our, the, the story, uh, the story, the story is God is highlighting its bleeping because there's power in the story. So, Father, I thank you. You have sent Susan there as a voice to the voiceless to declare their story to the nations. I pray even today that there would be doors of favor to open up to her that would release these stories into the nations, the stories of hope, the stories of courage, the stories of despair, the stories of overcoming, the massive obstacles. And I pray, Father, that you would grant her even more creative strategy with these videos that she's now putting up on, online and that there would be even greater doors of, of favor for her to open up and release these stories to the nations. In Jesus' name. Bring in the supply lines and bring forth the, these stories in Jesus' name. Let's just open up and pray into what Susan has just relayed to her. I don't know how many people you went through, but every one of them you handled with honor. And you don't see that very often these days. That's the word that we use for them. When we talk to them, they ask, why are you doing this? It's to bring you honor. And they cry. We didn't think wow. anybody on this. Yeah. It's a word that God gave me to use right from the beginning. We honor you. Well, Lord, teach us to pray. <laughs> There's not enough honor in the Western world or in the Eastern world. There's too much trampling overfoot. And so, Father, I pray that these stories would carry a weight that would be begin to restore much of your treasure to the church today. Treasures that are just buried with people. That could be treasures of hope and encouragement for us all. In Jesus' name. Let's just have a few more people pray into this ministry and what Susan has just relayed to us. Susan, I have the, the verse from Matthew 25 for you, where Jesus said, when you've done this to the least of my people, you've done it unto me. And I just sense his such deep gratitude and says, thank you. Thank you for caring. Thank you for being my hands and feet. Thank you for laying down your life. That these other ones would know where they've been discarded, where they've been rejected, where they felt such shame and worthlessness. And at last, through your love and your compassion and good nature and humor and laughing with them, they felt a sense of life and love and lord i just want to say thank you thank you for susan thank you susan for reminding us thank you lord that people's stories people's photographs people's memories aren't just something to be thrown away they are something to be treasured and to be honored and i just pray that you would be deeply honored 
in a way that would be really meaningful to you and that God would deeply bless you. And in these days we're coming into, days of possibly more shakings and more troubles, this wisdom that he's taught you from his heart, the heart of Yeshua, for the broken heart to be mended, that you'll be able to have so many more opportunities to release his wisdom, his ways, his sacrificial ways of loving kindness and comfort. And I truly bless you. I've been to Ukraine three times, Amen. ministering to Holocaust survivors, short time. Amen. But I couldn't imagine how you do it for such a long time. Amen. And I just honor you. Thank you. Bless you. Amen. A couple more prayers for Susan's ministry here. And Susan, do you have a website where people can contribute? Yes. Keith, can you put up the website? I or did you already? Yeah, I put, I put it up in the chat. So the link okay. is there to the website. Okay. Yep. And the, I think I put the link there for the YouTube. Yeah, I had the YouTube up there too. But you can look in the chats, everyone, if you want to contribute to Susan's ministry. But let's pray for the supply lines. I think that these videos, that heritage that you're trying to relay is really important. Molly, go ahead. Yeah, I actually have the same scripture, but th is, this is amazing. Susan, thank you so much for sharing that. We all need that heart of compassion. And the title here on my Bible that says in Matthew 25, verse 31, the judgment of the nations. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory before him will be gathered all nations and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd separates a sheep from the goats. He will set the sheep at his right hand, but the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you since the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? The king will answer, truly I say to you, as you have done it for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you have done it for me. So I just, Father, this is such a plumb line, really and a marker for the rest of the nations. Holy Spirit, thank you for your word that, that, that is so sharp that it divides the soul and the spirit and the thought and the intent of the heart. Thank you for bringing, we need to hear 
this, Father. We need to say this again and again to shake us out of our complacency, Father God, and not to be weary about doing good. Thank you, Father, that, Lord, as nations, we will bless your people, bless those, God, who have gone through such hard times of, and su have survived, Father God, death and destruction and annihilation, Father God. Thank you for raising Susan for such a time as this and giving her a heart of compassion and mercy. Father God, we thank you that, Lord, as nations, we will, Lord, be filled. We ask for a greater measure of your mercy and compassion to help Holocaust Amen. victims. Amen. We pray and ask for greater mercy, God, even to those around us, Father God. Thank you for Susan awakening us, God. I hear that hun had bell ringing again and a sound going forth to hear the voice of compassion moving through the heart. That, Father, that our hearts will be moved. Lord, to visit those who are in prison, visit those who are sick, visit the homes of those who have people passed away. And also, Lord, that as nations, that we would support ministries like Susan's God, so that your mercy and your compassion can reach more people and that we would bless your brethren and lord let our nations be sheep nations before you we ask this in jesus name amen amen blair and then dahlia romans 13 verses 7 and 8 so my heart says render to all what is due them tax to whom taxes to custom to whom what to whom custom Fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. For he who loves his neighbor is fulfilled the love. I truly thank Susan for doing this. For reaching out, as Molly said, to those who have endured such heartache, seen such pain, and yet to show them honor, to show the value of life. And that's something that in California, oh, is that it? No. Honor is not known. Not even in this country. I went to India and they know how to honor. Susan went to Korea. They know how to honor. And that you are showing them honor. What a great blessing. And to do that in the love of God. And so I want to pray into that. Heavenly Father. Lord, we thank you for this gift of life. And it truly is a gift that you know the price for because you sent your only begotten son that we might not perish but have life and have life with you. You understand that pain. And we thank you, Lord, for these, even the least of these, who have endured such great heartache and pain that they have life. And you show that it is a value. And Susan honors that value, and as do others, in telling their story and the power of the testimony. Hallelujah. For that is what you call us to do. For you are a loving God, and 
you value us and we are made for a purpose and that we would do the good work that you have prepared for us to do. And thank you for Susan's calling, for her ministry, for those who support her. We lift her up and pray your blessing upon her and upon those who share their story. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I, I want to read Matthew 13, 44. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. A man found it, hid it again, then in great joy went and sold everything he owned and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for fine pearls. On finding one very valuable pearl, he went away, sold everything he owned and bought it. Father God, we just I was just thinking of these pearls, these survivors of the Holocaust and their families, Lord, and we just want to bless the work that Susan Heggie and her team are doing, oh Lord God, and the Holocaust survivors all over the world these pearls that you died for, Lord, and that you, your word promises you give them beauty, not ashes. And we pray that, Lord. And I pray for your provisions, Lord, and for the divine appointments and for each precious pearl, Lord, that you gave your life for, Father God, that they would know your great love, Father God. And they're in their 90s now, even those with Alzheimer's, Lord, that you would bring them, Father, bring them in joy to you, Father, as you... We just thank you and pray your blessings for, for provisions for this team. In Yeshua's name, amen. Hallelujah. I just want to pray, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that as Susan has Sought, planted seeds and their hearts have been softened, Lord, through these acts of kindness, Lord, that you have been faithful to bring others to bring the increase, oh God, and to water those seeds. Thank you for those that are attending congregations now, those that are finding you, and we pray, Lord, that as we enter into this holiday season where God is in the air, God is spoken about, Lord, that you will use this time to bring many of them into the kingdom, oh God. Lord, as they're facing their last days or their last years, oh God, the times, the number of their days, we pray, oh God, that you would send messengers, you would visit Visit them in dreams and visions, send angels. Lord, reveal yourself to our survivors in this season, in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to say thank you to everyone. The, the, the support is what's needed. You know, just as I spoke about supporting the families. Supporting anyone that you know that is doing God's work is vital. And your prayers mean everything to me. Thank you. I'm muted. Uh, Keith put in the link to her Susan's website. And I'd encourage us all to take a look at that and if you feel stirred to contribute so that she can finish the task of getting these videos made. Sue, thank you so much again for your inspirational ministry. I feel very humbled just listening to all that you're doing and I think, oh God help us. <laughs> but Bob Johns, are you there? Would you like to just close us off in prayer?
Yes, Father, I just, I just bless Susan and all of us today to understand the value of compassion. You said you'd rather have compassion than a sacrifice, and I pray for all of us today as we're going about our walk today that we'd see and know the importance and value of just listening and taking the time for a heart to hear what's there and what's needed. And thank you for the blessing of Susan and others like her who have this compassion, and not only after passing away, they stay on, Lord, bless the families. So this is a time that we are blessed by you, Father, and bless us as we know. The blessings come when we give blessings to others. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Let's unmute. God bless Israel today. And keep her safe and secure. In Jesus' name. Bless you. Bless you, Susan. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Susan.